what's up everybody jeffrey lyles lyles movie files we got a lot to talk about we got a new iteration of wonder years told from a very different perspective surprise surprise more hollywood movies are being delayed until next year and we have finally cast our new batwoman we're gonna break it all down including a few other things and as always our dummy of the week so let's get things going little brother how you doing I'm good. Doing well. Good deal. Jay King, what's new with you out in Santa Clara, California? How beautiful this place is. Um, my first time here. Uh, we're doing this whirlwind and we're back. Chief, what's going on with you, man? Uh, everything's smooth. Everything's smooth. Uh, you know, give a shout out to, to uh, my, my co-workers here and my uh, and and the listeners, you know, people who are still rocking with us uh, after all this time, we appreciate uh, you uh, you listening. You know, that's why we do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's start off here. Halle Berry announced that she is stepping away from an opportunity to play a transgender man after backlash from the trans lgbtq community uh, who wanted authentic representation and basically were like that's not a good idea um, for you to to do that so she decided to be a better ally and to step away from the role what do you guys think about this yes let me get into the controversial topic as soon as we start okay so i don't know if you guys saw that there was a Netflix movie on starring Michelle Rodriguez as a hitman who is seeking revenge after he wakes up and finds out he has been gender reassigned. Uh, I don't remember seeing a backlash on that. Um, I mean, mostly because maybe it wasn't, they didn't feel she's a uh, big enough actress. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it was, it was just like, I understand how they like, hey, this probably isn't the role for me. But again, there's there. This is one of the few times I'm going to have to say it's like, uh, who's going to star in this role? I mean, I guess if you wanted to go to Netflix, I mean, have a smaller audience. I, I don't see a real big audience for this movie, no matter what. Who who's starting? I mean, you could have what's her name? Uh, Laverne Cox in there. But yeah, there you go. I mean, it says. Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's that's what we're going with. I mean, you want to do that? Sure. But, I mean, if I'm Hallie, it's like, I'm pretty sure I could find a better role. I mean, I mean, it, it's almost like a manager. Come on. Like, give, give me someone to meet. Some of the people are going to go see. So, I don't think it was a bad move on her part. I mean, I mean it, and, you know, if, if, you know, she felt the backlash. I'm not saying it's with any cynicism. But it's like, oh, okay, people care that I'm in this room. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll choose another one. So. It was a good move for her. Yeah, it's not like this is going to be some new role for Hallie at this point to put her on a new plane. She's got her Oscar, so it's not like she's an unknown who needed a big break in this. Yeah. She has other opportunities for stuff. Uh, Jay King, what do you think? The LGBT community has really, look, and this is going to sound sensitive, but whatever. The LGBT community is. Hey, Chief. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we'll get Javon straight. What do you think about all this? Uh, you know what, man? I get it, and then I don't get it. So if you guys, like, and, and, I, and I get, like, you know, if, Getting, I'm getting playing an, a white actor playing um, a black man in a movie, or uh, a black actor playing an Asian man in a movie. I I understand you saying, hey, uh, you know, what the hell is this? But in essence, you're asking for someone who's had a change to to. To look like a certain like like certain things to me aren't like if, if 
sometimes I feel like if you guys want a movie the way you want it, then you should fund a movie. You know what I mean? Like, where are the, the, the like, I, it's, it's like the creators of this content, like, if I have a movie and I say, well, shit, I want um you to play in it and you to play in it. And, um, you know, I'm going to present this movie to the, the studios and they like it and I got an idea in my head for who I want for these parts and the actors say, yes, they'll do the parts. And then people are like, no. That's not what we want. I'm like, uh, well, this wasn't your idea. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, they're actors in a sense. So uh, a straight actor can't play a gay man because gay actors have been playing straight people. Have, have we complained? Has there been a complaint? I mean, Neil Patrick Harris played the straightest dude ever. A womanizer. Right, right, a womanizer. Hell, he was on Harold and Kumar playing a a, a dude. That's all he that's all he wanted to do. Like and he like, was great in so, those roles. Right. He was great in those roles. So I'm saying it wasn't you can have a actor play something that isn't you know what I mean? Like other I don't even know. And that's the thing about it. I, you know, not being from that world or whatever, sometimes you don't know how to. So the, 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 the LGBTQT community, I don't. So whatever they, you know, whoever, y'all are going to get y'all movies. I mean, for real, for real, there's a character, from my understanding, in almost every show now. We've got one of Supergirl. Um, I heard some women talking the other day about a character like that in The Shy. Um, you're getting, you know, like they're starting to come through and represent y'all. But, you know what I mean? Are we going, are you going to argue about every role? Like, uh, like, so you're saying that an actor can't play? Like it has to be, now it has to be a person? You know what I mean? Like, for example, if, if, uh, you get an American guy to play an African. We need an authentic African now. We need a um, an American white man. Uh, can't play a European white man anymore. Uh, or you the other way around. <laughs> right, or the other way around. Like, like, yo, they're actors. They have range. Let them do their thing. Like, you, you, you. Pretty much now. Everybody's getting representation in a show, in a movie. Um, hell, even movies that has black people, we're like, mm, we're not going to see that movie. That's still a, a black exploitation uh, film. You know what I mean? Uh, the Green Book. So, um, but they're, they're still doing what they call, quote, unquote, black movies. Or they're doing, you know, transgender. Can I say transgender without offending anybody? Transgender movies? There's transgender shows now. You absolutely there's, can't. There's, there's, there's no mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to get into right. a pickle because I'm not from that, that, that <laughs> you know. And they're like, you, you, you know, you bastard, you know. So, um, they, but they're getting represented out here. And even as a minority, you know, we're all getting represented. Maybe not the way we all like, but I mean, at, we're talking about actors now. Mm-hmm. Do they have it's to? It's an interesting question. Does every actor have to be transgendered? I don't Hell, think is there enough far. transgendered actors, actors to go around? Well, point. that was my question. That was my question. How, who's going to play these roles? Are the actors available? And if they are, can they, can they sell the role? Are they good enough to be in this role? It, you got to take these things into consideration, man. This is art at the end of the day, and it's not going to be a total depiction of life. So you're not going to have, for example, in, in a, a movie like Black Panther, everybody's not going to be an African who is a, a Wakandan in this movie because it's a movie. It's, it's, it's art. People are playing roles. People are playing parts. 
the inclusion argument is is moot for this because it's there. These stories are being told, uh, and, and I'm pretty sure there are people who are, are, are sharing that same experience, uh, or at least from the lens uh, or perspective, who are sitting at the table and making decisions because they chose or cast an actor who is not a full representation. That's more business decision or 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 actual casting business decision than anything else because we still got to sell this thing. It's a movie. We got to say, hey, well, Javon, check this out. Now, is it a problem if a gay woman plays a transgender? Is is that going to be, is that going to upset them? Or is it a problem if a gay man plays a transgender? Or would it be a problem if Halle Berry was bisexual and she was going right. up for this movie? Like, 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 so, cause, so you're saying that only transgender people now can play trans, transgender roles. Only gay people can play gay people. Only straight people mm-hmm. can play straight people. I, I I don't I don't know if that's right. I, you know what I mean? Um, it's not. When we're talking sexual I mean, orientation, I... we're talking a range for actors. When we're talking mm-hmm. like, because I mean, hell, has a has a has a heterosexual man? I you know for for I think that's a hell of a thing for a straight actor to play a gay man play in a gay. movie and end up and end up kissing another dude. I. Has has a straight man? I wouldn't want that role. So, so question, question, real quick for you: if, if Brokeback Mountain was made in 2020, would they absolutely say we can't have straight guys in this role? Well, well, yeah, it would have been, been an uproar. It would have been an uproar. Because the argument would have been part of the dynamic of the movie was, you know. One, at least one of them was not like, uh, I don't know about that. That's that's not how I'm feeling. So I'm curious because I thought that was part of what made that movie the fact that there was this kind of repressed feeling of I'm attracted to this dude and he's attracted to me, but I'm supposed quote unquote to be straight. But I'm curious but given now how that casting would play out. You know, Jeff, given the times we're in, somebody would have had an uproar about it. I guarantee it. Because why couldn't these roles went to gay men? There would have been somebody <laughs> making the argument. Somebody would have made that argument. I mean, yeah. we clutch we a straw so much when it comes to these type of things these days that we almost devalidate ourselves. You know, people will devalidate their arguments. They devalidate themselves when they start to argue this stuff. Because it's like, look, have some damn perspective here. This is not an assault against anyone's community. This is people, we're talking about actors playing roles. We're not talking about Angelina Jolie playing uh, 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 Rosa Parks or uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts <laughs> we're not talking playing about, Harry Tubman. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about uh, uh, Vin Diesel playing uh, um, uh, 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 give me somebody or, or, or better yet, give me Vin Diesel. Or, or better yet, Vin Diesel starring as a, a gay man of historic significance. He's not playing somebody like I don't know Harvey Firestein's life story. This is Vin Diesel as Harvey Firestein. No, we're not talking about that. All right, or so Scarlett Johansson in anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Russian. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. So breaking sort of news. Batwoman has found its new woman under the cow, uh, Javicia or Javica, whichever way. We'll have to do a, a post-edit to actually insert how to pronounce her name. Let's say it's Javicia Leslie has been cast as the new lead on the show. She is a black woman. And in her statement, I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of that woman on television. And as a bisexual woman, I'm honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community. Now, I'm really curious what the plus is. It seems like we're always adding to it. Anyhow, this is kind of huge because now the CW has another show with a black lead. And that woman is even more interesting because, at least in the case of the original cast, and I don't know who's going to be there, who's going to be shifted out because of the change away from Kate Kane, they had a pretty decent minority cast to begin with. It was her girlfriend, her stepsister, 
her tech guy was also black and um i guess her mother-in-law's dead but that's a pretty significant amount of the, the supporting cast actually being in minority i'm curious if they'll keep them around or if they'll shift up that dynamic a bit more maybe give her a white girlfriend just to quote unquote balance things back out what do you guys think about this though jace i'll let you step into it first time what do you think about this one uh this show needed a giant reboot um i think all of us tried to watch it and it was the writing just wasn't engaging enough to keep us there so adding a new lead I mean, and and, I, and and this is like, uh, going back to our previous conversations, like, this is like kind of AIDS stated, hey, we're going to stick with a bias, uh, you know, LGBT uh, lead on our show. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Like, I mean, she actually played in uh, God Brendan, she played a, I mean, authentic character, I guess, since she was a, a lesbian in that show. Uh, so, oh, okay. yeah, so... It, it kind of is like, oh, okay. So people are used to seeing her in that role and then doesn't feel like she's, you know, uh, I guess she's definitely not pandering to anybody. So it's like, okay, cool. She's a good actress. Uh, it helped, And I, I think, I don't know what this means for old uh, Luke Fox because I don't know if they're going to be okay with having, I mean, a CW show having two black leads. <laughs> in the show. I know, right? Uh, I think Luke might get killed off in episode one, and somehow Tyler uh, Fox comes on the show. Uh, but I, yeah, I think I think she's a, and she's a good actress, so I think it's good casting can really help. Re, I mean, I, I hope it revitalizes the show because it's. I mean, it is the show that kind of bumps Supergirl from its eight o'clock spot, which I hated because it you know conflicted with watching Walking Dead, and Walking Dead was most likely especially in the Angela King era, was always going to win that battle. So maybe they come up with a better, I mean, a better story for Batwoman, you know, especially since she's now going to be part of the, I mean, she's part of the Arrowverse, so she's got to get thrown in the complete deep end of everything all yeah. in one season. So it's gonna, I, I think it's going to be, it's a challenge. I, I hope the, you know, writers are up for it. I mean, or otherwise it'll probably get canceled by the end of next season. I'm very curious because this is something, you know, they push black, black <laughs> not to call her black woman, Batwoman as a very key part of the CW dynamic. And with the Arrowverse, like they immediately put her in this position of, hey, well, she's really important. She's one of the paragons. And, you know, it wasn't so much a thing, oh, she's new. We'll throw her in for a few minutes. Like they made her a significant part. Well, so and that was a mistake because it's like now <laughs> when she was like Ruby Rose is gone, so it's like is the Batwoman the Paragon? Do we not care about Paragons? Is that not a thing now that you know Crisis is over? You know, is that woman gonna have a seat at the JLA table just like you know Kate Kane had? Yeah. Like, Chief, what do you think about this? I don't even know if I gave, a, you know, a stone to throw to make a ripple in the water, to be honest with you. Um, you really gone to the old-time expressions. You said you were in a pickle. Now you're a stone's throw. Yeah, you're man. You know, I mean, look, here they, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I don't care. They could have put a transgender in as, as bad. I, I don't... I don't know. I don't. I don't care. You know, I, I have. I watched maybe one bad woman, two shows, maybe one two shows. I had no vested interest in it. Um, you know, like I said, they. You know, they can put whoever they want in there as bad woman. I. I. You know, it. It doesn't bother me. I don't. You know, I. I wasn't hoping. Now you have your fingers crossed. Like ah, um. You know, I hope they get. You know, I. If they had put another uh, white woman in there, I'd have been fine. Like I said, if they had put a black person in there, I'm fine. If they had put a transgender person in there, I'd been fine. So um, what I'm concerned about with black, but bat woman is who the hell's writing? You know what I mean? Can we get some, Can we get something that makes the story interesting to hold the attention? 
was one of those, you know what I mean? It's one of those shows. Remember how at one point Supergirl was was really good, and then, I don't know, like, they, they fired their writers or something? I don't know what happened. And then that show was just garbage. And I feel like they didn't fire the writers. They just, I don't know what happened. They got yeah. real. I don't, well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, a show, sometimes a show, sometimes the actors don't make the show. Because I don't think Melissa was Ben Ben Wab and Yay, but no, I don't think she's a hell of an actress. Is, yeah. Right, I don't think she's a great actress. You know what I mean? Um, which is yeah, funny well, because she needs somebody to work on. She's actually a pretty decent actress. It's a lot of times material for her. Well, listen, maybe it's the material, but I've never been like it's almost like watching Keanu Reeves to me. Whoa. <laughs> and I, cause, I'm serious, because I don't think Keanu Reeves is a great actor, but his movies just have, like, they, they're just the shit with the writing and the uh, the action, and, you know, you just, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I, I always go back to, the, to the, the first Matrix when the white rabbit showed up at his doorstep, and he was like... It just reminded me of that Bill and Ted moment. I thought it was going to be like, gnarly, dude. Um, so, yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't think, like I said, I don't think Keanu Reeves is great. So I think that whoever writes the show should get better versus who they put in the lead, in this, in this case with Batwoman. I mean, you know, that's yeah. just my opinion. But I'm no one. <laughs> You're so much Your opinion matters. Uh, Javon, I got got some news for you. I'm very curious to take on this. Jeffrey, all opinions matter. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do, Jace. Yeah, they do. All right, well, I want to start with Javon's uh, opinion first. Okay. So Lee Daniels is going to be producing a reboot of The Wonder Years set from 1968 to featuring a black middle-class family in Montgomery, Alabama. What do you think? How quickly do you um, want to sign up? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to give it a watch. Um, but I know it's Lee Daniels. I'm, I'm going to give it a watch because that's an interesting. It's, it's interesting to take the show there. I thought they would have tried to modernize it a little more and make it the 90s wonder years. And, yeah, I, I was like, nah. But that's a, a very interesting time because a lot. You think about that time period, man. A lot happened between then, and to see it from a, a, a black family growing up and uh, coming up of age or what have you in Alabama during that time. Man, I won't. On a lot of things. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> I said I'm not going to huh? Alabama now. Damn near the. Yeah, I'm not going to Alabama now, right? So to have it told through that lens, I think it's. If they do it right, it's going to be an eye opener, and it's going to it's going to revisit a part of history that a lot of people may want to forget right now, don't want to revisit right now. Even you know, as this climate, we're talking what 21, 2021, 2022 when the show is on the air. Boy, it's going to be a year at least. We got to film. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think anything will change. So. Yeah, I don't think nothing's going to change. You know, this is this is where we know, are right now. They um, could shoot it in the fall because, I mean, if they test everybody and everybody's straight, they can keep it on a closed set, basically. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be next year. Yeah, it could be on TV by next year at least. Um, yeah. I think it's point in time to do it. I think it's a perfect good time in history to, to – uh, to cover, because like I said, if this was the Wonder Years in the 90s or the 80s, I don't want to see the Black Goldbergs or a Black version of, of, of another show. This this could really, they could really touch on some things, man, make it heartfelt and, and be a really good standout show. Um, but like I said, I was going to allude to that point. It's going to be Lee Daniels, so I know he's going to throw a lot of elements in there, and you know what I'm talking about, and it's not to have a problem with that is that when that becomes overtly the, the narrative of the show, I, 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 I'm always treading lightly with Lee Daniels because he always throws something wacky in the mix. It's over the top. It's, 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 it's too much of a pushing of an agenda. Just make a show. Just make a show is what I'm hoping for. Make a good one. All right, Jace, how about you? 
Okay, hate to start a topic off with um, but um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I probably would give it a premiere, uh, depending on what network it's on, because that is actually important. Because <laughs> if it's on ABC, it may have a chance. If it's on NBC, might not have a chance. Uh, but I, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, hey, I, I was the one who watched the Wonder Year. I watched the Wonder Years probably till its last episode. Uh, if you, I mean. This is, I mean, if you're going to do it in Alabama, that's going to be a very deep show. And I, I wonder how, how you could do that and have people engage, especially now, because a lot of folks don't like heavy drums. I mean, I know, like, a lot of folks like, um, what is it, This Is Us, but I see a lot of people falling off on that show. Um, I'm wondering how long a run you could have with a show especially because as much as everybody loves to say they're woke, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, on their commercials and TV shows and, you know, on their Facebook posts, I'm wondering how much they're really going to want it when nobody's watching them, how much they're going to actually watch the show. I mean, again, and not saying that I'm going to watch it, de- you know, dedicatedly either, because, I mean, I might have, it might not be compelling. So I'll give it a run. I won't, autom- I'm not automatically hating on it. I'll see where it goes. Chief, you got any thoughts on this, man? I'm looking for my phone and it's in my hand. So you know. <laughs> you know what's going on in my life right now. Um, yeah, you know what, man? Um, the wonder is it had its time, man. Uh, Winnie, Kevin, uh, Madeline. <laughs> it was a... Uh, I don't know, man. Did, did we need a black remake? I don't think so. Um, you know, uh, the 60s, uh, Alabama, we're, we're going to have to deal with the bombing, right? Wasn't that in Alabama, the, the church bombing during that period? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, so you know there's going to be an episode mm-hmm. about that. and Dr. Uh, King's assassination, it's going to be a lot to cover. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Vietnam, yeah, uh, you know, right? Yeah, man. I just, I don't know. You know, man. I, I hate to admit it, man, but everything's got me so wide right now. Um, I don't know if I need any more stimulation. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm overstimulated with 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 everything at this point in time. Um. So I don't know if I'm I'm up to seeing a, a Wonder's Years, you know. I mean, shit, you can't really have a program in any year with a black family for real right now. Um, and I, you know, I just I, I think I'm just I'm just a little oversaturated with it right now. Um, and like I said, you picked Alabama for a reason. You know what I mean? That's not that's not, you know, you just you just don't point at a map and say Alabama. Two places you don't say Alabama and Delaware. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and Delaware because you're gonna be bored to death. Um, you know, so I just uh I mean that's 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 true. I mean who who anybody you ever heard say, Man, I'm going to Delaware for the weekend. No. Um, so you know, it's just one of those things. <laughs> where, um, Delaware listeners out there. Yeah, well I'm saying it's not a saying it's not a nice place. It's it's very quiet. And it's very easy to get they through. Know. You, you know, <laughs> they know where they live. You drive, exactly. Right. When, when you're driving on the uh, when you're driving on 95, you are in and out of Delaware before you even realize it. But you better, but you better stick to that speed limit because they don't play. But yeah, Alabama man. Um, nah, I'm not feeling it. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it might be. It might be. It might turn out to be a great program, but. Just the way I feel right now about everything, I just don't need any more uh, racial divide in my heart. There you so, go. I'm, okay. I'm just, That's yeah. So I have a real question for you guys. At what point does the movie studios realize, as far as movies go, maybe 2020 is a wash, unless we're going to go direct to video. 
maybe we should just plan to not have our movies come out. We've seen a lot of films like Wonder Woman, 1984, geez, get delayed multiple times. Tenet pushed back to the latest to join that causes uh, the latest Halloween in Candyman. And Candyman, it feels like, has also been pushed back twice already. Are they going to realize it maybe until we figure out what's going on and to really put a hold on this virus? You shouldn't expect your film to come out this year. Jason, you guys just aren't American. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to go out into the movies. We're going to go see what we like to see no matter what. Okay, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> It's, it's it's not even I can't even say it's like selfish or anything. It's like you're just being bullheaded. It's like hey, I know your stock options, your bonuses are tied to what you guys make in the box office in a year. I mean, I'm I know it hurts to hear that. I mean, to have that realization, but it's done. I mean, it's like when Fast and the Furious said we're bouncing. <laughs> yeah, it's like you should know. It's like a movie that expects and knows. In the right situation, it's going to make a bajillion dollars. And you aren't following suit. It's just like, again, like I said a couple episodes, unless you have a $100 million budget, do not. I mean, it's just like, it's just arrogant to try and put something like that in theater. It's like, for something like Candyman, I don't even, I mean, it's like, I I don't know if that is the uh, director's first directorial debut. And if they're trying to, like, help, I mean, because they, cause they're still releasing it this year, right? Yep. It's like, still playing. And I, I mean, it's like, hey, if you say, hey, we, we're pushing it back to put it into Halloween time, well, then it should have been there all, I mean, in the first place. But if that's not your intention, it's like, this is a movie, it's like, hey, people will, I think people will watch that movie direct to video in their house. And if it's good, people will tell, hey, I, watch this movie. It's great in your house. I think that's it because it, I doubt that's got a huge budget. I think you would get a critical mass of people who would watch that if it's good. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to go over to my friend's house and tell them and watch it, you know, with my 24-hour pass. It's like, no, go buy the dang on movie. So I'm, I'm thinking they're, they're stupid for that. And it's like, just, it's a wash. Get over it. You mean you're not going to be able to buy what you want this year? The rest of it mean all us people can't do the same thing. So just say, hey, 2020 is a wash. We'll re- we will have the best movie season ever. We'll look like, what was it, 2012, where it was like every week was a blockbuster and go from there. Yeah. Chief, what do you think? So, yeah. Uh, you know, they would... I can't help to think that movie theaters would be a little bit smarter if they came out with apps. Maybe you pay $10 a month for the app, right? But on that app, you got to pay for the movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe they charge, you pay $10 a month for the app itself, and they charge you 15 15 bucks a movie. And then you can just, you know, they put the movies out. You can watch them from your house. And, you know, you're still paying, depends on what movies you want to see, you're still paying, you know, 25, you know, 40 bucks a month to see movies. Uh, and, you know, and that's, you know, I mean, you know, Netflix is one stock you ain't really see drop during this time. Um. So, because I mean, I'm not going to them. Listen, if 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 you want to die over a movie, that is your business. Um, you know, I I don't believe I don't believe in going. I mean, I I just don't you know don't want to see a it's movie that bad. Where, right, and then. And 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 it, and it looked like 2020 was going to be pretty good for movies. There's there's several movies that I was hoping that. Can, matter of fact, I did watch that Kevin Bacon movie, and I paid 20 bucks for the rental. <laughs> I paid 
paid I paid twenty bucks for the rental. Let me tell you, that's how. But but this is what I'm saying. If you have, if you have, you know, you're sitting in a house without entertainment. People are looking for sources. So this, you know, creating an app where you can watch the movies is is you know is a source of entertainment. You people will pay. I mean, where we? I mean, what are we spending our money on? Um, we're not hitting restaurants like that. We're not vacationing like that this year. I mean, what are we talking about? Um, and to be honest with you, we're not even talking about a whole bunch of people coming over watching a movie. Right. You, you know, well, what I mean? have a movie night. Right. We're not having like no big movie night. So unless I got a big family, I'm not like yeah yeah everybody come on. Because you can't distance enough in a living room, you you know what I mean, and, and you know unless you you know you're 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 a movie star, we see something in the living room talking about you know everybody stay inside, um, <laughs> right, um, but you know it just doesn't make sense. So I just think that uh, I'm not going to see any of these movies. Like I said, they uh, the drive-in movie theater was a good idea. If you want to put some of those movies on the drive-in, that's fine. But man, let them things fly. Listen, twenty twenty just took an L. What the hell are you counting at? Um, twenty twenty just took an L for this year. So it's just an L year. So it is what it is. Um Sorry. I don't know. Javon, what you think, man? You ready to start going to theaters yet? Uh no. I'll be honest with you. Like, this travel right here has been the most paranoid I've ever been in my life. Um, but we've been doing a good job. It's just being around people, man. Everybody's not as as cautious or, or as mindful as you would like them to be or as you are yourself. So that's always something to keep in mind. And what I've noticed being at some restaurants, some things have been, I've been out here, dude, it's, you get, it's real easy to forget that there is a pandemic still going on because wow. yeah, it really is. It's really easy to forget because you, the store is open. You're, you're in a restaurant. So you're just thinking, Hey, you know, life resumes. We, this was something we really had to adjust to. And unless it's thoroughly reinforced, like it was, let's say the month of April, when you couldn't go nowhere without somebody, if somebody coughed in their mask, everybody kind of backed away and, and, and and ran away from a person and looked at them side eye. You know, it's gotten warmer. Restrictions are being lifted. You know, it's 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 a big push to get back to life. So it's real easy for you to kind of forget that there's still a pandemic going on. That's why the numbers aren't aren't, aren't stabilizing the way we'd like to see. Saying all of that to say, as much as I'd like to go to the movies or, or to my favorite restaurant, favorite bar, and all of that, it's not time yet. So with that said. It's not time. I wouldn't feel comfortable, and I don't think others should feel comfortable yet, man. You think of how many people pack into a, a, a premiere a weekend of a movie, a big movie. <clears throat> think of how many people you get in the theater for a big premiere weekend. <laughs> think of how inconsiderate they are just on the norm. On the norm. Just on the regs. Just on the regs. So imagine now during the pandemic, dude, it's, it's, it's still not time. And studios, look, I understand pushing the movies back, but you've already seen what what on demand viewing can yield. I mean, people are, right. people will buy a movie. If you put their blockbuster out, dude. There's no reason you feel like okay, we're just not going to get the movie gate. We're not going to get the box office gate. It's tabulated differently, man. You got now's the best time to be testing this theory right. out, dude. Give it a test. You can't. It's almost lose lose, right, Jeff? Am I right, Jeff? Or am I talking about that? I, I don't understand because I feel like a movie like Candyman absolutely would do big business. Yep. You know, wait till October. You know, however close Man, hour, we can get it, put it out, <laughs> bam. People, I mean, you don't have to have that experience with two hundred strangers. You could. It's even no. better for a horror movie alone, maybe with it, two other people. With you're you. dark living room. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have somebody's cell phone light disrupting, taking you out of that moment when Candyman comes out. I don't know. I, I think that maybe there is like a top tier of blockbusters. Yeah, they would make sense to see them in the theater and just hold out until then. But most films are not blockbusters that need that 
theater experience. Exactly. And I'll tell you what, too, for those kind of films, I'm sorry, Jay. No, for no, those no. kind of films that aren't top tier blockbusters, what that can do is you have a captive audience by default. People are at home. Roll yeah, the ice, every, man. Roll every time a movie drops, like on Netflix, it is trending for at least the weekend. People are making watching Hamilton on Disney Plus an event on Friday when it dropped. So I just feel like that opportunity, that market is just waiting to see some stuff. Jace, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, it's like, I mean, it's almost like, like Trump saying, it's like, just put a cap on it. It's like anything, under, if it costs under $75 million to make or under $50 million to make, put it on demand. Just go from there, put it on, like, whatever streaming service. I mean, because most of these apps, I mean, most of these studios have their own individual apps that you need to pay for. So just put it on your app and make it the featured thing. If it's like a blockbuster or something you want to make some money, just like put it outside the trial window, you know, and go from there. I feel like most films, you know, some romantic comedies, probably a horror movie, aren't going to cost that much. Like, think of how many times it's like, I, I know how many romantic comedies I've watched since the pandemic started. I'm pretty sure they don't have a big budget. And I, I mean, most of it's like, yeah, just give me content. I'll take it. Like, whatever. It's like, yeah, you want me to pay for this? Sure, whatever. If you get a film like Invisible Man and only costs you under $10 million, then you're doing pretty good to get, let's say, $40, 50000000 million just from people watching it at home. Anyway, let's move on to another topic. Speaking of Invisible Man, Lee Winnell, the guy who directed Invisible Man, is now in talks to direct Ryan Gosling and the Wolfman film. I am not so sure I am ready to sign on for Ryan Gosling as Wolfman. But what do you guys think about this? You saw Invisible Man. You were the one that got me going on that. What's your take on this? All right, you asked me or Jace? You. <laughs> okay, I didn't know... I didn't, I didn't know if it was a relaxed thing or was it a case. Um, right. Uh, did we just, did Wolfman just come out? Then Dracula. So this is, well, I guess, the last one. But they, they did Wolfman with, uh, what's my man, um, from, uh, the talking, he talked last, uh, he was hilarious and, uh, usual, usual, excuse me, usual suspect. Del oh, Toro. man. That was 10 years ago. Let me feel. Yeah, Del Toro. Uh. Wow. Well, Benicio, well, all right. So it was, it was ten. It might have been ten years ago, right? Yeah. But it was like it's like a fresh ten. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. And I'm a werewolf fanatic. Like I, and that's a, and that's what I'm saying. Like I like where I like I've seen almost I I've probably seen every werewolf movie actually, because I go searching for them. Uh, I saw, you know, I saw all the howlings, even when they got stupid. Um, if you're out there listening, or you guys, if you haven't seen Dog Soldier, I recommend you go watch it. Um, excellent werewolf movie. Wolfman, and the, and the reason why I don't like Wolfman. It's because they're that they're 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 along the line of uh, my man's and like uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Um, where I'm more of a werewolf guy, um, American Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, like I said, Dog Soldiers. Uh, what's the one that the dude could talk? Big Bad Wolf. Uh, the girl with the Mario Hemingway. Uh, Bad Moon. Um, you are a wolf man the- aficionado. So we're talking, we're talking uh, werewolves in those movies. I'm not really keen on a wolf man. Um, something about it just doesn't, you know. Um, even when you watched Penny uh, Dreadful, and Josh Hartnett was the, uh, you know, I just didn't like a wolf man. Um, so in, in my mind, it's still kind of Benicio del Toro. I guess that's his name. I, it's still yeah, kind of fresh to me, and and that, and that movie, that movie only good part of that movie was 
the the scene where he had the, the the doctor had him in the wheelchair and he was like I will kill all of you and then you know that was the best that that particular scene but the rest of the scenes eh. so uh yeah if it's a werewolf movie perhaps if it's a wolfman movie I, 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 other than like I said the original one from when you was a kid, the Lon Chaney one, the Lon Chaney Jr. one. But that was, like, we're talking about when we were kids, and we're also talking about, you know, like, this was the 50s or 60s when that was made. So, like, things scared people back then. I don't find, I don't think the Wolfman is scary nowadays, really, technically. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. So, uh, it'll be interesting to, to, to see, I guess, his take on it. I'll, I'll probably watch it because it is a, it is a, a werewolf, uh, quote unquote, werewolf movie. But for some reason, the, the quality fell off. Like the more we do with werewolves lately, the less quality the story is. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chief kind of summed it up, especially with Gosling playing it. I, I, nothing to me with a werewolf movie and the werewolf character, he's got to be kind of intimidating, kind of tough before he becomes a werewolf, right? Right. It, to me, it just goes with the personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He can be dark and, and all the brooding and all that. Right. I would like to see that with the werewolf, so it kind of fits into the personality of, and he can assume that personality. You know, even when he's not the werewolf. Gosling just has a punchable face. Like he's either he's he, I'm, I'm sorry. He's either um what is he? He's either the the notebook guy, you know, the guy in the the the, the schmaltzy romantic movie, not the uh, romantic uh, uh not even romantic comedy, just the the the, the notebook drums. or the yearning. Yeah, he's that guy. He's either him or he's like. You know who else he kind of reminds me of? Remember James Spader in the 80s, how he was everybody's yeah. 80s rich asshole douchebag? That's Ryan Gosling's <laughs> face. Like, if he if he played that role, Ryan Gosling could have got away with playing that role for a solid 10 years like James Spader did. Just rich, white privilege oozing out of my, all of my, like, oozing out of my pores guy. He's got that face. I don't see him as being anybody's werewolf, anybody's tough guy, brooding, none of that. I, I just, I don't see it. And plus, like she said, the werewolf movies just haven't been good. They haven't. And that goes back to Jack Nicholson's wolf. That was, uh, mm-hmm. was a Spader in that? Uh, I don't know about that one. I think he was. All right. So I want to play a game here because, you know, we're always talking about having deep, serious discussions. One of my Facebook friends posed this and I was like, well, that that's easy. So I decided to see how long it could take us before we finally exhausted this. He proposed, and since this is what he came up with, I'm going to start with the one he did. Let's play a game where we, I'm going to give you a letter. And you've got to come up with a movie. You can't look up, so don't cheat. It starts with this letter. We're going to see how long we can go before we exhaust this letter. It's kind of like a Saigon for letter P. We're going to do the letter R with movie titles. I'm going to start. We just see how long we go. All right. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Rage Up in Harlem. Reservoir Dogs. How's your shout out? Rawhead Rex. Rocky. Revenge of Rambo. the Nerds. Nerds. Oh, it's back to me again. Uh, red. Red two. <laughs> <laughs> Run. Raising Kane. Chief, is that you? Uh, Ready or Not, is that what it's called? That is a movie. Raising mm-hmm. Arizona. Radio Flyer. Richie Rich. Jace. Revenge of the Nerd 2. Rocky 3. 
Rambo six. Uh, <laughs> there is one. No, there is not one. <laughs> there is Rambo. It feels like it. There is Rambo. It's Rambo. Is it? Is it Rambo six? Isn't it? Rambo five. I think this this last one was five. Was it five? I thought it was six. Oh, it's all first blood. All right, Javon, what you got? Uh, red. No red. Like red, dude. R A D. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. Recruit? Oh, yeah. Terrible. Terribly good. Return of the Jedi. Red Sonya. Oh, Jordan. making this hard out early. Rise of Skywalker. That's not a movie. <laughs> good <laughs> And again. <laughs> uh, Red Dawn. Okay. Oh, you saw me. Gosh, y'all ready. Return of the King. Ooh, come on, Chief. Okay. RoboCop. RoboCop 2. Mm. RoboCop 3. Red Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chief, you got one? Was there, was there, was there a Rayman? Yeah. Did that? Yep. Nope, nobody said it. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Tom Cruise, Rain Tom Cruise. Rocket Man. There you go. Oh, okay. You already said Rain, man. Uh, Risky Business. Ah, uh, what's the joint of this song last night? Uh, okay, Rogue One. What the hell was that? Back to me. Movie? Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Run away. Was the what's the one that rolls the 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie didn't it start with an R when he had to uh yeah the Running Man yeah yeah did somebody go. say that mm-hmm. yeah you got that nope Running Man two thousand eight that didn't happen oh. Jeff is making up movies Colin <laughs> <laughs> not good I don't know if it's two thousand eight but <laughs> Colin Farrell's in it and he was also not good alright uh, Rollerball ah Rollerblades. Just think of prayer of the roller boys, huh? Uh, uh, <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Nice. Roadhouse. Nice. nice. Uh, Requiem for a dream. Nah, dude, I've seen that movie like twenty five, thirty times. Wow. I love that movie. That's pretty good. <clears throat> All right, well, fellas, it's that magical time of the week. Who's your nominees for Dummy of the week? JC said you got one, so who you got? You know, I hate to repeat uh, dummies of the week, but uh, when they make it so easy, I can't help but do it. <laughs> My dummy of the week is once again Ms. J.K. Rollins. Uh, after getting, you know, basically browbeat by all of her uh, people who did her movies, she decided to, you know, she needed to stand up for people who were, you know, feeling bad for people calling them an idiot online. And, you know, so she decided to sign up with 150 other figures to sign a letter condemning public shaming, you know, also known as cancel culture in their vernacular. Uh, Because it's just mean to call people, you know, you know, racist and, you know, bigot online, you know, even when they're acting like a racist or bigot. So go ahead, uh, Ms. Rollins, you know, Make yourself look like that uh, next Harry Potter sequel is probably not going to get made because all your audience is just going to be like, I'm done with you. Uh, so, yeah, for trying to cancel about, you know, extra couple billion dollars in our bank account, I'm going to call it Ms. Uh, J.K. Rollins, Dummy of the Week. Strong choice. Uh, Jay King, you got one? Uh, I, I, got a, I got a solid two. I'm going to run them real quick. Uh, number right. one, whoever's running the WNBA's return to action. I don't know if anybody, uh, if y'all have seen this, uh, fellas and, and folks, please look this up. Um, the accommodations for the WNBA have not been stellar. Um, they got bear bugs and, and, and critters in their rooms. They're staying at like, while their, their male counterparts are staying on the most luxurious 
accommodations Disneyland and Disney World has to offer, they are staying at like the days in. And <laughs> it ain't even days in. It's like, <laughs> it's like hotel, the hotel called Essex or something, man. They were taking pictures. Some of the ladies were taking pictures of the accommodations, the rooms, the bugs, the, the worms. They had worms. Somebody had like oh, one of the big hairy worms. Yeah. They got like the, the, the separate little laundry quarters where you can, they got a little like two washing machines, two dryers where you can do your, your laundry on every other floor. The, the ice machine out in the hallway, they're staying in that. Meanwhile, LeBron and them are farting through silk over there on the, on the, on the Disney Cup. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. I say the WNBA is the W. Whoever's running the show there, y'all got to fix that, right? Because that's just dumb and wrong. And uh, uh, number two, Madonna, man, please stop doing stuff for attention. You're 60 years old. You're Madonna. You really don't have to take topless photos. You don't have to uh, uh, post videos of your son doing a, a goofy Black Lives Matter dance. You don't have to do any of these things. You're Madonna. You don't have to do You, you just don't. Have some damn dignity. You're, you're Madonna. Madonna, you came before all of it. Gaga, whoever, you came before it all. You have some dignity. Be above the fray. Be above all that. Uh, Ron, some, some of Madonna's videos were goofy dancing now. Huh? Some of Madonna's videos consist of a lot of goofy dancing. So Most of them, but what we're not talking about her. her. She posted a video of her son doing, like, an uh, interpretive dance. In honor of George Floyd, it was like, what, what the hell is going on? Is everybody on drugs? We don't need this. We don't need this. He was dancing to They Don't Care About Us. Um, and it was like, wow. just surreal to watch. Like, what the hell? What, what, like, why? Who asked for this? If you want to do anything, donate some money, man. Go and stand at a march, you know, a, 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 a protest and, and, you know, contribute your time, man. Don't, do this like pointless dance and say this was for the cause. It, it wasn't for the cause. It was for you to post on your damn social media to get some, the, to get some attention. When, when Madonna at 60 still feels the need to post topless, it's like, come on, man. You, you don't have to do this. You don't. You don't. Be above it. That's good, good stuff. Is that your second one? Yeah, I guess it was. Chief, you got was. one? Uh, Kanye West starting to irritate me, man. <laughs> and what's going to be more irritating if he takes away the black votes to and and black people vote for his silly ass. Um, Come on, man! You know this not happening. Anybody, man? Let me tell you something, man. Let me let me let me tell you something that you may not know. Last <laughs> election. Last election, 11,500 and some odd ass people got out of their bed election day, went down to the booths, stood in line, got into the thing, and voted for Harumbi, the gorilla. 11,000 people, dude, voted for a gorilla that was shot. So we're talking about a dude who has, what, 20 million followers on his social media platforms? Even if this fool took away 2 million of the vote, it's 2 million too much. Like, you just never know, man. And... If this dude, like, he's, you know, he's, they're saying he's not joking. It's not, you never know. You know, he they might even put him in, the government might even put him in knowing that he's going to take away some votes to get this other food out of the office. Like, if I was Trump, I'd be like, let him in. Because the people who vote for Kanye aren't voting for Biden. So I, I, I think he's just, I'm like, what the hell, dude? I would have, I, this shit is, this shit, is anybody exhausted? Not just you. 
Oh, oh, geez, yeah, no, it's not just you. It's not just you, trust me. Yeah, I would have to keep him crying. Him saying he no longer supports Trump. And he also had a bout with COVID. And he called the corona vaccine the mark of the beast. I thought those were going to be the kind of stories you went with. Uh, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm overloaded, man. I got to say with that. Chief, I just want to, I want to piggyback. I got one thing to say with that. Everybody man, listening, ride, baby. please, if you're listening right now, anybody coast to coast, you hear me when I say this. If you vote for Kanye West, I will, I have a unique skill set that I've developed. <laughs> I will come to your house. I will find you. I will come to your house. I'll come to where you rest, and I will slap you in the mouth with a full, whole sockeye salmon. Not my hand. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to slap you across the face with a fish because that's what mm. you deserve. Do not do it. Be smart. Because, you, hey, we, we it's been said, but your damn life may depend on your next vote. Please act like it does, because look at where we are now. And hey, we can't afford another four years like this. We'd be the bro, we'd be the company cover. Everybody. It's not a game. Uh, All right, know. so my choice for Dummy of the Week, since y'all took it, was Kanye, because he was definitely on mine. Little John on talking about receiving federally funded paycheck protection program loans. He explained that Torrent is a main source of income, and since COVID has become a part of our lives, I've been off the road for months and likely will be at least will be for at least the rest of the year. How does Little John not have yeah residuals? Wait, wait, he's saying his his money messed up? Yeah. Tim comes don't pay for themselves, Jeff. I mean, what you say? A, a pimp challenge don't pay for itself now. I mean, that's a smart <laughs> thing to do. And look, even with the year residuals, man, look, they make their money on the road. He does parties and all that DJing. Yeah, so that money. Man, I don't blame him. I turned down for what? giving it away. Yeah, yeah they really are. Yeah. They're giving it away. A monkey would take money. Hell yeah, a monkey would take money and he got a pocket to put in there. Hmm. That's not good. Wait a second. Wait, wait. All right. So, ready for this one? With everything going on, I've decided that every Saturday night I'm doing live DJ sets from my house. I had to not only completely dive in and learn a new skill set, but it costs money. Push a button. I was about to say, it's called, you can deduct that from your taxes. Get over it. To do these streams right every week, Teddy Riley. There's a lot of production and equipment involved that I've actually had to acquire a new employee that does my video content and tech aspects. It's been important to me that fans are able to view my DJ sets while getting the best experience they can watch from home. So with that comes the expenses and labor. He already has 11 employees claimed. I was going to say, does he have the uh, cash app, app I mean, on, on the website? I'm sure he does. I love it. I love uh, it. You know why? Because he's completely full of shit. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah, I took the money. And, uh, that's like the Lakers getting small business loan aid, too. So, and they're giving it to you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fellas, that is it. Thank you so much. As always, for rolling with me. And thank y'all out there for listening. This episode allows movie files. Has been filed. <laughs>